This is Rebecca Fillmore, and I want to welcome you to Her Inspired Mind Podcast. Each week, I will be helping you strengthen your mind, be inspired, encouraged, and empowered. Be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you aren't yet, follow me on Instagram at Inspire Her Mindset for daily inspiration. Thank you everyone for tuning in again to another episode of Her Inspired Mind Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. It's a good friend of mine that I've known for a few years, and it is Miss Nilda, Mrs. <laughs> Nilda Zapata. Welcome, Nilda. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, I met Nilda a few years ago through my husband because they went to the same church. And, you know, over the years, we've had the opportunity to work together um, to give back to the community um, through some different things in different ways. And Nilsa currently still, um, she works with the homeless population and um, she's been doing some amazing things over the years. So I wanted to bring Nilda because <laughs> I love her story, her testimony of where she came from and where she is. And I just felt like my community here needed to hear her story. So mm -hmm. thank you, Nelda, so much. Yeah. And um, I can't wait for everyone to hear your story. Oh, so yeah. if you could tell us a little bit about, you know, your background, where you come from and where your journey started, um, just to start. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, thank you again for having me. Um, it's an honor. It's a privilege to not just be on here, but get to get to share my testimony of what the Lord has done in my life. Um, Absolutely. So yeah, um, I was born and raised in Harlem, New York City. And, and um, uh, my parents moved to York, Pennsylvania when I was maybe about 14 years old. Mm. And just living um, in New York, th like that's the only thing I knew. We never mm. left New York ever. It wasn't like we had vacations and we did all these things. Mm. Um, that's all I knew. And um, I lived a rough life, you know. Um, it was very violent and ang like anger, angry. And that was normal to me. Mm. Um, Tell us a little I, bit about that, like about yeah. what age as <clears throat> you can remember. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Again, that lifestyle of being like violent and anger was was normal. So it was the do or die mentality. Mm -hmm. So I can remember at a very, very young age, to be honest, like maybe first grade, kindergarten, first grade. Mm -hmm. And I could remember, sadly, um, I could remember fighting with a little girl like mm -hmm. at that age and like putting her head into one of the like the bars when at a playground in the school and mm -hmm. Those are little things that stick in my head now. And I'm like, man, that was not, I could not even think of that for my own kids now, you know? Yeah. yeah. But because of that mentality of a do or die mentality, mentality um, it's kind of, you know, I wasn't raised to, you know, you be nice and you don't, you know, you don't fight, you don't hit first. You don't, you know, it was like, no, you hit first. Mm. You, you, you know, you step first. You, yeah. you take care of you before they do anything to, you know, to protect yourself. Wow. And um, I seen a lot of things because of that, because of living in New York city. Mm -hmm. Again, like I said, it was normal. That seemed very normal to me. Mm. Um, I seen people get shot in front of me. Um, I was, and then because of that, I dealt with a lot of then fear, mm -hmm. which 
I again now throughout the years I realized it was because of it I didn't know again I didn't know that it was this protectiveness of I'm going to protect myself but it really came out of fear Mm. um which yeah it was not a good it wasn't a good place and that interrupted my whole teenage years Mm. because that's all I had was problems in school I was always suspended from school um, because I was, I'm very, I'm sure I'm like five feet, you know, this, you see me, like I'm, I'm really small and Petite I was thing, yeah. quiet. Yeah. And I was quiet. And of course people, they would pick on me and then that was it. I would just blow up. And it, again, it wasn't like, you looked at me sideways and, and there was a problem, you mm. know? Um, and I think there was a part of that. There was some like, you know, there was pride there because, because of being so small, um, and I knew I could beat you. Mm. So it was like, oh, you want to see you you watch what I can do, mm. um, which is it makes my hair stand up now because that that mentality was just it was just ingrained in me. And my parents mm. didn't know better. Yeah. I could remember fighting with my dad, like wrestling with him. Mm. And he would say, I'll be like, I'm tired. I'm tired. Like, OK, well, let's stop. And he would say, what is that what you're going to tell them in the street? Mm. Wow. And I would be like, yeah. And I'm like, girl, maybe like eight years old, nine wow. years old. So I would be like, okay, all right, let's go. And mm. I will, you know, put my fist up again. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Like, so it was that whole, it was that constantly, it was to do a die mentality. Mm. Constantly. Yeah. Pretty much in survival mode every single day. All, all the, right. That's right. Wow. Right. When, wow. when there was probably moments that I didn't have to be, mm. but he was raised like that. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I got myself in a lot of trouble as a teenager because of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Tell us a little bit about your teenage years. Yeah. Um, like I said, I was constantly in trouble um mm-hmm. in the school. I was always suspended. I was always fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that would obviously give my parents problems because by then I was like jumping people and then their parents would come to our house and like what's going on? And um I had a I have I still have my best friend and I just thought like even my sisters are like that there's five of us mm. and it's kind of like if if we're together if you fight I fight mm. if I fight you better jump in if not then I'm a, I'm gonna get you after like wow. that whole that whole life of yeah yeah wow. it was it wasn't a good thing so I was always in trouble in high yeah. school I was always and, in trouble. <laughs> wow. And and it's crazy because now you're just like the nicest, quietest person that yeah, I... Yeah, <laughs> it, it was in there always. It was always in there. Praise the Lord. <laughs> what God can do, I love right? people now too. And I love women. Mm. Like that's what I, what's so, you know, amazing now is to, um, to see what the enemy tried to steal so mm. long ago wow. and to restore that now. And he gives me the a heart for women. Cause you know, back again, that, that mindset of thinking all oh, the girls were out to get me. They're mm. jealous. They're this, they're yeah. that. So I hanged out with the boys. I was a, more of a tomboy. I was yeah. this, I was that. And it's like, no, that's not the case. No one really cares. Mm. <laughs> like yeah. you grow up and it's like, what? Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I love people and I love women and, um, so for the Lord to restore things like that, and then I can share this now. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Absolutely. It is amazing what God can do, yeah. what he can transform, right? Going from, uh, living in a big city in yeah. survival mode every single yeah. day, like you said, do or die. Yeah. Um, and now 
what kind of environment do you live in now? Yeah, man, I gave my life to the Lord when I was 14. Mm. And I feel like, um, and I had my son when I was 15. So this, you know, I was a young teenage mom. Mm. And I remember thinking, I can't have this baby and think that I can still live the life that I'm living. Like mm. I live it because that was who I was. And I thought I can't be in the street with a stroller and I see someone and have beef with them. Mm. When I have yeah. my son here. Like, so it kind of, it just rocked my world. And I yeah. thought like, this is not okay anymore. But I did yeah. give my life to the Lord when I was 14. I don't think I really knew and had a relationship. I, well, I know I didn't. I didn't have a relationship with the Lord then. Mm. Um. So obviously there was work that had to be done there. I knew there was a God. Mm. I knew I didn't want to live my life that way, especially I had a son at that time already. I was a young mom, like I said. We, mm. I, Carlos and I got married young. Mm. So literally I got uh, my son, I ha- got pregnant at 15, got married mm. at 17. And um, yeah, we're, we've been married now, oh man, 23 years. Wow. 23 years. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And we know marriage is not easy. <laughs> no, it's not. And we had our ups and downs even then because of yeah. he had one lifestyle. He's from Jersey City. Mm. So he had one lifestyle. I had another. And then we just brought those two together. It was like a bomb. Wow. <laughs> you know, it's a bomb. Wow. But but we made it and we have four beautiful kids now. And mm. um, yeah, and, and not every, everyone lives differently. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But for a girl who lived in the city, Mm-hmm. When, when I say Harlem, New York, I mean Harlem, New York. Like, this is not like Broadway, beautiful lights. Mm. You know what I mean? I lived in the ghetto. that They call it El Barrio, you know, you know Spanish Harlem. Yeah, my husband and I, we just went there. Uh, my family, we, we stayed in Harlem okay. uh, for my son's yeah. birthday back in December. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that that's where you were from. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. So it's, it's, it, and to now of, where we live now, I, we live in the country. We have mm, up yeah. close to two acres. Um, and it's so funny because those are like little things the Lord had always put in me, even then, mm. so very long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see it come to fruitation now. So, yeah. Wow. Really beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. It's really now good. that you say that, that you feel like the Lord put that in you, like being mm-hmm. the way that you grew up, like your your dad was taught a certain way and your mom mm-hmm. was taught a certain way. Mm-hmm. You grew up in a certain environment. While you were living in that environment, like you just mentioned, did you, even though that was normal for you, did you dream that life could be different or like there, they, this can't be it? Did you ever think right. that way? Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, I cur- still living in New York. I was still a child, very young, again, maybe eight, nine years old. And I could remember saying to my parents, I want to get married, have a lot of kids and live in a white picket fence house. Wow. (laughs) I used to say that. Wow. So I think I believe, and I know, I know, you know, I know that I know that even then the Lord has put like dreams and desires in my heart Mm. because that was, again, that was not normal. Yeah. Um, so to even say things like that or dream those things, my parents at that time were not thinking of moving to York, Pennsylvania to mm. have a better life. That came yeah. after, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was always in me. Mm. Um, and again, like I'm the only one in my family that is following the Lord. Mm. So the Lord knew what he was doing all, all of that time, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. When did you start to see, I know you said you said, you gave your life to God when you were 14, mm-hmm. but you didn't know exactly 
what yeah. that looked like or to start walking it out. Yeah. When did your life begin to <clears throat> transform and that you started to see the transformation in your life that brought you to where you're at now? Yeah. Um. To be honest, I would say, man, I was probably in my early 20s by then. So mm. there was a big gap. Mm. Um, we did have, we did have a church family at that time, um, even through the young pregnant as a teen mom pregnancy and all that people that were around us that really loved us, um, and cared for us. So it wasn't like we were just out there. I just, I just didn't have that revelation. Mm. Um, so I would say I was 19 years old, maybe 19, 20 years old. And we were living in my parents' house at that time. And to be honest, it was the Holy spirit. Mm. I, I got filled with the Holy Spirit by myself in the middle of the night, girl. Mm. Like, wow. And the Lord was just speaking to me. And mm. I didn't, I knew it was, I knew it was the Lord, but my whole life just, that was it. Like we mm. could know the Lord, but if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit, mm. that's a whole different ball game. Yes. Because you know? like, you're not working <laughs> on your own flat, your own, mm. um, your own will. You're working yeah. on the power of the holy spirit like yeah. i can't do it yeah yeah to this yeah. day i can't do like i i every, he the lord gives us choices mm. i can have yes. a choice to serious okay i'm gonna be real like i could have a choice to punch somebody in the face if they cross me wrong or not <laughs> like that is a choice yes but yes. i don't live there no more that's not the person i am yes. anymore um you know i'm a daughter of the of the king um, yeah my life has been changed and transformed like how how would i look then mm-hmm. not that things don't come out of me sometimes mm-hmm. you know because but that i have to check my heart and so yeah i would say like 19 20 years old mm. yeah wow and that's powerful what you just said like a lot of times people want to change their lives and they desire a better life mm-hmm. or there's things that they want to stop doing yeah but they think they can do it on their own <laughs> no and i agree with you because i grew up yeah. in church my whole life Right. And I knew who God was and I knew that God didn't like for me to do certain things, but I right. did them anyway. Yeah. I was doing it on, on my strength, strength. Yeah. you know, yeah. but like you said, when this Holy Spirit enters you, yeah. it gives you that willpower, it gives you the strength Amen. to turn your life around and yeah. not do those things that one, because we're human, right? Like That's you said, right. like somebody can probably take you out of character. Yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. God's spirit gives you the strength to yeah. not go ahead yeah. and do those that's things. not my identity no more yes yeah that's not my identity no more not that it, i wouldn't think about it or i mm-hmm. won't feel that um yeah. it's not as strong as it used to be praise god but yeah um i can i can stop myself and say well this that's not who i am i could i can shut up and i don't have to be in pride mm-hmm. right and be like that's fine they don't know better it's okay yeah. you know what i mean and keep it moving like yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah i love what you said though <laughs> that that's not your identity anymore yeah, because yeah. I think that a lot of times we think that, well, this is how I was raised. This is how I am. This is how I have to be. This right. is how my mom was. This is how right. my family is. Mm-hmm. But we don't we choose our identity, who we want to identify as. Do we right. want to identify as what we come from or do we want to allow God Amen. to transform our identity? Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And that girl, that goes across the board, like mm-hmm. as a person, personally, um, that even goes of like, where, like where you live, how you, how you perceive just life in itself. I mean, yeah, that goes across the board. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, you know, once you started to find your identity in Christ, tell me how your life began to change. Mm -hmm. What things started to happen in your life? Oh, yeah. Um, man, like that's a work. <laughs> yeah, that is a work, you know, um, because conviction sets in like, you know, I, I can't talk and act the, the same way. Mm. I can't treat my husband the same way I can't or or like anybody like mm -hmm. I it's a it's definitely a transformation is having to really deal with some things that doesn't feel good sometimes um but then being okay and saying you know that again that was who I was and I don't have to be that way but Lord like I need your help because mm. I can't do it like I cannot do that on my own um yeah, it's it's definitely work. Yeah. 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 But has the work been worth it for you? Oh, absolutely. Oh yes. yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm I'm okay with being quiet and shutting up and letting <laughs> the other person win. Yeah. As long as as long as no one you don't touch me, we're good. Yeah, yeah. Say whatever you want, you know? For sure. Yeah, wow. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's a huge transformation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you could share, like, what is some of the work? I know you told me recently you're working, you're working right now with mm -hmm. the homeless community, but throughout the years, I know you've done different things. Yeah. Um, how has God just used your life as a living mm -hmm. testimony for him? Yeah. You know, once I just fell in love with the Lord, um, I was just like, do whatever you want with me. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I looked at really, and still, you know this. Yeah. Like, it still feels very like crazy. And mm. I shouldn't say that word. Forgive me. I won't use that word. Just, it's a journey. Mm. It's a journey and just being obedient to the Lord. So it looks very different at times. So, but I said, Lord, I, you know, we just fell in love with them and then we fell in love with people. And it's like, mm. um, if we can come out this far as a person, like people, like for myself, I can come this far in in marriage as a mother in life just being you know having being prosperous with money and in homes and things like that um they can too they can yeah. too and it's all it's all for the glory of god um yeah so throughout the years we have man whew, we've um we started two churches years ago mm. And they didn't come out as, as well as we wanted. And and you know what? That's okay. Like, mm. I'd rather have stepped out and jumped out the boat like Peter did mm -hmm. and sink for a minute. Like, it's all right. And um, come back to it and then say, okay, Lord, what else do you have? And, mm. uh, we, and we just sat back and just allow the Lord to move. And, I, and, and we all, Carlos and I have always ministered, always. We always mm. was involved in the church. Always, it was youth. Or doing events of some sort, and um, and when the pandemic happened, mm -hmm. you know, um, we just got a call from a family member and just said, "Hey, let's let's go out there and mm. do the drive-ins." And um, I felt I feel like that kind of sparked something back up, not mm -hmm. just in us but in our in our community. And um, and we did that for a little while, and then that turned into. Uh, me working with women again mm. um because i think there's there's seasons of just sitting back allowing the lord to fill you yes um <laughs> absolutely and just saying okay like you know this hurts you know let just heal me restore mm -hmm. me and then um and send us back out lord and mm -hmm. he, and he's done that yeah um so we've we did that 
um and you you've been a part of that you know yeah I almost forgot yeah we yeah we you've did. been a part of you've been a part of, yeah. of of some of those events we did just you know yeah community events and this is a time when again people were not really getting together mm-hmm. out there you know because of what was happening in 2020 and um we just said you know what the church still has to show up the yes. church has to show up and has to show their face and um and now I'm working with um the homeless Mm-hmm. So I got a, a a job position was offered to me at the at our church, and again that was not planned. You yeah, know, it was like, hey, no, the you know, we think you'll be great at this, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> let me pray. <laughs> but again, you know, and I just say, Lord, like I'll be obedient. If no one will step into that right now, I'll step into it, and I'll yeah. and I'll do my very best. Mm-hmm. Not that it's easy, um, because there's a lot comes with that. It's not just dealing with the homeless. That I can do. Mm-hmm you know, that I can do, I can go out there and I can feed them and I can love on them and speak to them. Yeah. Um, but everything else that comes with it, it's not always, ministry is not easy. Mm. It isn't period. Like, yeah. It just isn't. You're dealing with people and it's not going to mm-hmm. be easy, but, um, it's, it, the Lord works it out. Yeah. He works Absolutely. it out. Yeah. And I, it's so cool because again, you know, I spoke to you yesterday, but it's like, so I know, you know, some of this, Yeah. but it's like, um, working with the homeless and then knowing of where I came from Mm. it wasn't just you know the violence like I could remember going to sleep hungry Mm -hmm. you know as a child I could remember going to sleep hungry um again and and no uh you know I don't like no shame towards my parents they did not know better Mm. um you know there was drugs and alcohol involved in that and um so anyway like here now to be able to do that I'm like I I get it Mm. I get it. Yeah. I get it. So, yeah. It's, it's amazing where we can begin and then where we're at, right? Because you wouldn't be able to relate in what you're doing right now if you didn't personally go through it. Right. But right. like how God has turned it around. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're giving back to the kind of community Amen. Yeah. that is going through the things that you've gone through. Right. Right. That's yeah. it, it's beautiful what God can do. Right. Yeah. So like. You know, if someone, if you were talking to a woman right now that Mm -hmm. is currently living in survival mode and whatever that looks like, whether she's in a domestic violent relationship, Mm -hmm. unhealthy relationship, Mm -hmm. um, single mom, and she's just struggling and Mm -hmm. feeling hopeless or or just wondering about her life. Mm -hmm. Can you speak to that woman? What would you tell her if she was sitting in front of you? Yeah, man, that's good. I would say the Lord loves her. Like mm-hmm. the Lord, lo- if you're, if the, the woman is listening, I pray that she is listening to this yes. after any time that Rebecca puts this out there. Like the Lord Ooh. loves you. He sees yeah. you. Um, He has not overlooked you. And um, what may seem so hard for you right now, if you just dig deep in, you, you know, you dig those heels in, into the Lord and do not move your faith with him. I promise you. Woo. I get emotional. Like, I promise you, the Lord will show up on your behalf. He will show up because he's He's a God that is alive and he is well. He is sitting on the throne. He has not moved. Mm. And um, the one who moves is us. Yes. Right? We are the one who backs away from him. He is there. And so he loves you. He loves you. 
And I would say, you know, if you're listening to Rebecca's podcast, reach out to her. Come on mm. now, like reach out to her. Don't mm. feel like you have to do things on your own. There are women, other women that's been through it and love you. Amen. Oof, yes. When you even started talking, <laughs> I felt that spirit of God. I'm about to start like... preaching. I'm about to start preaching. Hold on. No. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I love it. And, you know, that's why I do this, you know, Amen. because when I started my company, Inspire Her Within, you know, it was about women sharing their stories of inspiration to give hope to other women. Amen. And recently God has shown me too to inspire women to look within because the spirit Amen. of God lives within them. Yeah. And yeah. they don't need to look outside of themselves for Come anything yeah. because he lives within them. Yeah. We are his temple. Yeah. 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 Like, right. I think sometimes yeah. we tend to, we say, yeah, my body is my temple, is God's temple. <laughs> yeah. But like, if you really think about think it. Think about it. That's right. A temple. Yeah. How yeah. valuable is a temple? It is Yeah, holy. it's the church. We're it the church. It is sacred. <laughs> like, yeah. it gets me so excited because I, I want more women to know, like, you are such a gem. Yeah. And, you know, the things that we go through in life, I was talking with a friend the other day, and this is part of my branding too, Yeah, as a diamond. Amen. People love diamonds, right? Yeah. They say diamonds yeah. Diamonds are a girl's best girl, friend. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But what does that diamond have to go through? Amen. To become, to become a diamond. The yeah. pressure. Yes. The cutting. Yes. Everything that the it heat. goes through. The, the heat. heat. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to be put in that furnace. No. Be put in that fire. Yeah, right. but look at how with the beauty that comes out of it, and that's, that's right. the same thing for us. Look at your yeah. life. Yeah, you yeah. know everything that you went through. Yeah, the pressure, the the struggle, everything that you yeah. and look, look now, look at yeah. what you're doing. Amen. Look how yeah. beautiful you shine, right? Yeah, and Amen. you're able now to help other women and yeah. homeless community and outreaches and just so yeah. many different things. Yeah, and I just love like what you said that you just jumped out of the boat. You didn't know what it was going to look like. Mm -hmm. And you've just done. Still jumping, girl. <laughs> and drowning. Jumping from boat to boat. <laughs> yeah, and drowning. <laughs> like, Lord, do whatever. Yeah. And I feel you because I feel like sometimes we feel like things have to be perfect or they have to right. look a certain way. But yeah, I think one thing that I've learned and I think you can relate is that if you feel in your heart that you need to do something. Yeah. Just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Because right. God is leading the way. Yeah. And even if we can't see that next step on the staircase, we yeah. know that he has our he's hand there. and he's leading us. Yeah. Amen. You know, so I thank you yeah. for sharing that because yeah. like you said, it's a journey. Yeah. It is. It is a journey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And what's good is, is that he, he is the, he's in front of the journey before us. Yes. He's the one leading the path. So yes. we think we're just on this journey. He's not behind us mm. in the journey. You know, I think of a road, you yeah. know, the journey that we're on. Like, he's not behind us. He's yeah. in front of us. He is leading the way. Yes. And so, yeah, it's good. Yes. He even brought us here today. Amen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Amen. I mean, if you think about when I first right. met Nilda, right. I was Jehovah's Witness and my husband was not denominational. Right. And everybody didn't know like what this would look like. <laughs> like we if you would have asked us years ago, if we'd be sitting here yeah. doing this interview, serving Amen. God together. Amen. Come on. My hair stood. Woo! Only God 
yeah could have done what he is doing right now amen so like if you're listening to this right now and you're struggling and you're going through things i hope that nilda's testimony spoke to you amen you know just give your life to god if you haven't already even if you grew up in church if you have church hurt yeah been there yeah it's not god it's it's the people you know And they don't know better they're going through their own things exactly exactly like we we we're all human beings but one thing i think that we can both say is that god has never ever abandoned us amen and he always shows up yeah he never lets us drown even if we feel like we're about to yeah yeah (laughs) you know the word says he will never leave you nor forsake you yes that's it that's a promise amen Yeah. yeah so yeah, so I, you know, I thank you, Nilda. If there's anything else you want to share before we close out, no, I just uh, thank you, thank Absolutely. you for for having me and for letting uh, my testimony go forth into whoever needs to hear it, and that the Lord would get all the glory for it. He Amen. will get the glory, and that women's heart will be touched and transformed i pray that they were transformed for it yeah yes amen Amen. well thank you so much i appreciate your time and you know ladies if you're listening to this please make sure that you share this episode with someone who needs to hear this um please leave a rating and review on the platform so that this episode can be shared around the world there's a lot of women that i'm sure need to hear these words and um, if you don't yet, please follow me on Instagram at Inspire Her Mindset, on Facebook, Rebecca Fillmore, and Nilda is on Facebook, Nilda Zapata. Um, again, we're here to serve you and to just give you encouragement and to help you along on your journey. Thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you guys soon. God bless.